everyone deserves access to energy. Everyone. And a diverse energy mix is a reliable energy mix. Propane is a clean energy solution for Washingtonians because propane is environmentally friendly. It's an alternative energy source that won't contaminate soil or groundwater and can help you reduce carbon emissions today. Learn more about what makes propane the energy for everyone at propane.com. I was going to start at 10.30 my time. I apologize. Um, going through some technical difficulties. But here we go. We're here. Even though I got Alamante in the morning laughing. It's, not, it's barely the morning now. But welcome each one and all. How y'all doing? I actually had to take the headphones off. I, I think, you know, when I do the shows, I don't like hearing myself. So... So this show, I'm just going to go and just take it off, take off the headphones, and get into it while I uh, go out and share um, this on out here to everybody on Facebook. And also, ladies and gentlemen, share this show. Go share it to your friends. Tell them that the Alamonte show is back, Jax. I am just so excited to... Um, to be back and doing this again. Um, I said that on my day off, I would do this. And I'm doing this on a Monday. A lot of y'all probably at work. I get it. I understand. Um, but I'm here. Right now, I'm, I'm pushing this all out to people at one time. Ah, I'm not even going to go there. All right. So, let's, let's, let's get into it. A lot has happened um, this past week, um, a whole hell of a lot, and I've been biting my tongue. So what I've been doing that I started doing, I just just write down all the topics that I want to get to and talk about, and this is one of them. So I actually got a little notepad in front of me, 
and I've written uh, the things that I want to talk about down. So let me get this headphone in so I can hear how clear I sound. Now, the first thing that I want to dive in is the T-Pain Black History uh, comment. Oh, man. What have Morgan Freeman got started? But it didn't start with him. I just say, when people say don't celebrate Black History Month. So if y'all been living under a rock, T-Pain made uh, comments expressing how we should not celebrate Black History Month, that Black History Month should not exist. I'm paraphrasing. He's saying that why can it just be history? Why can we just basically not take a month and celebrate it? T-Pain. What in the mitigated goal do you get from saying, let's just treat it as history? Do you realize by saying that, that you will be right, but not the way that you think you're right? Because if it was treated as history, people wouldn't be talking about it as much like they already do now. All the things that you have and even the music that you're doing that was created by black folks back in the day. People wouldn't know that it came from black folks. All the inventions that we enjoy today. Nobody wouldn't know that it came from a black man or a black woman. So for you to sit there and say that because you became a success with what your music and all that stuff and you think people are going to remember you for what you is. Do you hear people still talking about Lil' Richard? Ray Charles. The Delphonics. The Temptations. Do you hear them in conversation? Do you hear people paying homage to them unless it's not a documentary or a freaking award show? Do you hear anybody talking about them when it's not a documentary or, or an award show? I wait. Aretha Franklin. Now, I'm not saying the talks amongst us black folks, but I'm talking about in general, whites, Asians, everybody. So put that so put that in perspective. So for anybody that definitely looked like us that sit there and say something so stupid, so dumb, so ignorant, you're the reason why black folks having issues today. Because you think everything is going great and wonderful and great, wonderful, whatever you want to call it, this blissful world that you created for yourself and you should give yourself accolades, give yourself a pat on the back. But understand, when the time comes and when you slip up, they're going to let you know, and the system is built for that, to let you know that you ain't nothing but a nigga. 
Hard work pays off. I don't want to hear that shit. Because even when hard work pays off, racism never take a day off. It's always hard at work. And to tell you the truth, one thing people don't talk about, I think the biggest racist thing that is a big problem to it is that people don't want to see it. And I think that's the biggest racist problem right there. Because they just think just because they got so much good going on in their lives that is not affecting them, that racism just don't affect them at all. And realizing when you walk into Walmart, you are actually supporting racism. Because how many black stores like Walmart did you ever walked into? And I'm at fault at it too. But at least I know. At least I know the situation and society that I find myself in. So, T-Pain, you're not going to sit here and explain to me and tell me that you can't remember anybody or talk about anybody, definitely in your genre of music, that have contributed to all the things that you're doing right now. And you're not going to tell me when you in your freaking studio and you got all these people. These people, these artists that you sit down with, have a blunt with, that you produce these records with or collab with. And y'all literally sit back and you talk about um, people like Chuck Berry. Or people like, um, <clears throat> trying to think of so many names, James Brown, or Midnight groups like Midnight Star or Mimu, all that. Do you talk about those um, groups and people? Hopefully, that give you time to actually think about the comments that you're making. Right now, I'm getting everything set up on um, live. I just decided to just go live on. Decided to go live. If it's working, hold up. I'm trying to turn this. I'm actually going live on Instagram right now. Might as well, you know. Let's see. The Alamonte Show. The Alamonte Show. Put that in. Wait, man. Every time I go live on Instagram Live, I'm I'm like kind of in real form, but this it's it's the morning. But yeah, let's go live. About to go live right now to Instagram and which I connect. Well, hey, hello, 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 hello. I'm gonna let y'all know I'm live right now on my podcast. So if I'm not looking over there at y'all. I'm live on here, so but other than that, y'all can tune in on the Facebook so you can hear this wonderful, beautiful voice over the podcast. Um, but yeah, as I was saying, uh, for everybody who tuned in uh, late, if you're watching live or recorded, I was actually talking about T-Pain. 
So I'm just, you know, T-Pain comments was very dumb, very stupid. I just don't think he thought thought it through of what he was talking about. And I just think it's just ignorant to somebody to sit there and say, you know, it's history. And I'm, and I will just question you, like, how much of that history do you know definitely of music? You know, where did your music come from? Do you still talk about people like B.B. King? Do you still talk about people like uh, Muddy Water? If I probably said his name wrong. Or Johnny Guitar Watson? Do you talk about gentlemen, people like that in your studio sessions? But you worry about sampling their music, right? Like, for real, you just want to sample their music, but you don't want to talk about what impact that they have on their music. And this is why Black History Month is so important because a lot of people don't know the history. And uh, and the bad thing is, the unfortunate thing is, we don't know much of our history. So for any one of us that says that we don't need to talk about or celebrate Black History Month, you should be slapped in the face. It's not your damn opinion. Stop sitting there using that, where's my opinion um, piece? Stop it. Stop. Then don't put it on freaking social media. I was just watching um, when I was strolling through my Instagram, uh, my Instagram feed, and and I saw this one video, a cartoon where it was like this one kid who was trying to get everybody's attention. Everybody was on their cell phones and taking pictures, and you know the irony of like people being something that they're not on social media, which I agree. But at the same time. You're posting that on Instagram. <laughs> it defeats the purpose. <laughs> so, is I I treat Instagram, well, social media as money. I'm kind of going off the beaten trap, but I'm getting to my point. People treat social media like money because everybody say the root to all evil, money is root to all evil. But you need your money to pay your damn bills. You need your money to go out there and get a car. You need money to, a lot of y'all are in debt. Student debt. Y'all got student loan debts out there. Money wouldn't be that evil if it was in your pocket right now to pay that off, right? You need that loan to uh, go to college, right? To get that diploma. Not get that diploma, but get that bachelor's or getting that master's, Right? But money is the root to all evil. My girl probably gonna see it. She gonna kick my ass for saying that. But, but you need money. A lot of y'all still play the lotto. Just saying. So social media is all in how you use it. Now, do the social media exploit that? Yes, but it's also how you use it. Period. So don't sit there and say social media is such an evil place because when you walk outside them doors, that's an evil place too. Society is very cruel, remember? So don't paint social media as this driving force of evil when every day when you walk outside these doors, the same thing. But let's continue. What's up, big bro? So let's, let's continue. What T-Pain said about Black History Month. I already said it's on the show, so I'm kind of wrapping it up with y'all. What T Pain said that we should not celebrate Black History Month is the most stupid, most dumbest, most ignorant comment ever. And he should get slapped in the face for it. 
period because he will not know anything about our history because i guarantee you he would not go into deep depths of all the things that we are privileged from i won't say privileged from that we are using like the light bulb because everybody think thomas Edison created the light bulb which he didn't and then the standard freaking um stoplight that we use every day were invented by black folks ice cream peanut butter the internet super soaker Black people. Let that marinate on your membrane. Mathematics. People want to talk about the Moors. Guess what color the Moors wore? Black. Surgery. But see, nobody wouldn't know that. That's why Black History Month is needed. Yes, is this the shortest month of the year? I get it. Yes. There you go. And the cell phones. If I didn't mention this, the internet. So much. But see, you wouldn't know that. Because if I mentioned the internet, you would probably, for a lot of people who was born in the 80s, y'all would say AOL. Net Zero created the internet. Y'all will say that, and y'all be wrong. And this is why we need Black History Month. Yes, you got some black folks that do know their history. They also will say the same thing. We don't, you know, we don't need to celebrate Black History Month. And still, I keep that same energy. You're stupid, you're dumb, you're ignorant. You're dumb, you're stupid, you're dumb, and you're ignorant. Just because you know all the history, you got people out there that don't know it. So why don't you just take the time to be like, okay, this is a month or something I want to do within this month so I can educate my people to understand our history, to know that all the things that we are enjoying right now was created by somebody that looked like us. And this is making T-Pain even look even more bad. Now, Y'all know I'm a big proponent of council culture. I, I'm for it. I believe people should be counseled. I, I said what I said. I said it on plenty of shows, and I will say it here again and again and again. I am with council culture. But I'm not just going to counsel people just because they said something I don't like. No. Like they always say, there levels to this. So with T-Pain saying this, this should be more, not even a teachable moment. This is more of think before you speak type of shit. Where you got that one friend who just talks out of line when you know you're in the bar and, and you're outnumbered. And it's just you and him or, or her. And she's just sitting there talking reckless. Read the room. You might want to grab that person, start apologizing. Look, I apologize for my friend. We're outro. Sorry. I will buy you a drink so we can calm this mess down. But after that, we out. Read the room. This is that moment. T-Pain don't deserve to get canceled for this. I'm happy that nobody's bringing that up. He does deserve the criticism. But before anybody that looked like us that sit there and said Black History Month, 
don't need to be celebrated, need to get kicked in the nuts and smacked in the face. That's all I'm going to say about that. So I think I nipped the T-Pain thing up in the butt. So, um, pause. Uh, <laughs> so now I'm going to get to Mr. Shaq. Now everybody knows Shaq is a five-time NBA um, Finals champion. This man's a legend. He's also um, part of the NBA um, TNT tele, um, tele, uh, telecast. Um, Shaq is a very successful businessman. Um, he's probably worth over $500 million. Um, I know that's probably not the exact number, but he's worth a lot of damn money. So he has a podcast, like moi, and it was a clip that I overheard that he literally said, so he had one of his, um, I don't know if she was a guest or she was part of the show where they was talking about vaccine mandates. And she was explaining why the mandates needed at the workplace. Why Shaq was saying that it's a force that the, is, the mandates are a force for people to get vaccinated. So if y'all get the time to check out that clip, because I know that clip is floating around um, social media, so check it out. Or if y'all are listening to uh, Shaq, I think I forgot the, uh, I think it's Shaq time or something. Some a podcast like that. Um, check that uh, episode out. So he was basically saying that the vaccine mandates is basically forcing people to get vaccinated. And here's my take. You damn right. Nah, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. It, 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 look, it's not force. Let me tell you why. No matter what anybody says to you, you always got a choice. Ladies and gentlemen, let me repeat that. No matter what in life, you have a choice. Maybe that first part got messed up. If I got it right the first time, um, that's great. Um, but you have a choice. And Shaq is with TNT that's owned by Time Warner. Shaq, you can always quit. You can always quit, Shaq. Nobody's holding you to stay on that job. Freaking um, Charles Barkley is entertaining enough. And I think that cast was, it was at first, it was Bernie, Kenny, and Shaq. I mean, no, Bernie, Kenny, and um, Charles Barkley. You wasn't on the show at first, Shaq. I could be wrong, but I remember it was just, them three. You wasn't always on the show. And when I'm saying this, Shaq, if you get let go from that job, TNT ain't going to weep over it. They can find somebody to who is just as entertaining to take that spot. You know, um, I forgot that one dude who used to play for the Pistons back in the day. Um, ah, I've got his god dang name. Sherry, Sherry, he got that funny name at the end, but he could be a part of the um, 
could be a part of the panelists. Um, you could put, let me see, you could even put Allen Iverson there. I think he would turn it down, but you could put Allen Iverson. Um, you could put a whole lot of people up there. I believe TNT, if Shaq decides not to be on the show, they could find somebody who is very colorful to take over. So it's not the end of the world if Shaq decides to just quit or TNT decides to let him go. TNT ain't going to waste no tears. They're not going to waste no money um, if to replace Shaq. So it's leading me to this. When you get hired at a job, they just don't hire you. There are requirements, right? You got some jobs out there that requires you to take a piss test probably every six months. Maybe every three months. You got requirements where they tell you not to come to the job impaired. You got jobs out there that tell you you got to come in this attire. Like me in the military. I got to come in right place, right time, right uniform. And make sure my uniform is squared away. And that I'm clean, sh- clean shaven and that my Haircut taper, but usually I just ball my hair, but but not coming up there looking at any type of way. So for everybody, including Shaq, that's talking about these vaccine mandates that these jobs are putting out, you have to understand as an employer, and Shaq, you should understand this as an employer, you have to look out for the well-being of of your workers because if you're not looking out for the well-being of your workers you're not looking out the well-being of your business this is why we got a thing called sick days where people who literally get sick and they're gonna have to call in like yo i can't come in i'm under the weather you do not want that employee to come to the job and get everybody sick. So you telling me that now I understand his point of not forcing people, you know, since I got vaccinated, you know, and throwing everybody else on the bus that should get vaccinated and da 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 whoop de whoop. I agree with him with that. Because at the end of the day, once again, like I said, you have a choice. But If you are sitting next to me and you're sick and I get sick, we got a problem. We got a very big problem. Because number one, now I got COVID. I could spread that to my my family. And now I'm about to lose a job because I'm about to whip your ass. Why you thinking about number one and not thinking about anybody else that you still decide to come to work knowing that you are COVID positive. So yes, the employer has to look out for the employees and when he look out, when he or she look out for the employees, they're looking out for their bottom line and their business. I can't fault them for that. 
So it's not for Shaq. Because you can leave TNT, which you choose not to do. You choose not to quit, even though you believe that the vaccine mandates is forced. It's not forced. You can sit your happy ass home. Like what I'm doing right now, but the only difference is I'm fully vaccinated. Off on Monday, knowing that I'm going to work tomorrow. For people like you believe in this shack, on the other hand, they're going to be at home with no job. And complaining why they can't get employed. Because now you got many jobs out there, many employers out there that is following the vaccine mandates. They are following it. And people also got to understand this is not federal yet. This is within the states. The states are putting out these uh, mandates, not the federal government. Because at the end of the day, it's on the states. And then the states give the power to the local government to do... I won't say do what they want. But hey, you need to put these mandates in. Because you got some places still out there that not following the freaking vaccine mandates. But that's for a whole different story. So you have a choice, Shaq. And people like Shaq. Shaq, you got money. Money on top of money. You got generational wealth for your kids. And you're worrying about some how the vaccine mandates is forced. Come on, Shaq. Like, really? Very disingenuous of you to say something like that when you're in the situation and the position that you are in now. Now you're caring about the common man. These vaccine mandates are to save lives, if you believe it or not. And once again, these vaccines was not made to be a cure. Because if it was a cure, it wouldn't be called the vaccine. It won't be called the COVID-19 vaccines. It will be called the COVID-19 cures. As I'm saying it like in layman's terms, what people call it. They'll be called cures. It won't be called a vaccine. Because if we can look up the definition of a vaccine, so let's go in here and look it up. I'm looking it up right now. Hold up. Let me see. So as we look on Wikipedia on what vaccines are, it says a vaccine is a biological preparation that provides active acquired immunity to a particular infectious disease. Did you hear anything that says cure? Get rid of. The key word in this is preparation. Meaning is protecting you from that infectious disease that the vaccine is for. 
So for everybody who sit there and say, well, there's a lot of people that died from the vaccine. What? Everything has a side effect. Will you expect everything to be picture perfect? Everything, and I think I talked about this many shows ago. Everything has a risk. Everything. Even the most simplest of things that you do, that we do, is a risk. Going down the stairs is a risk. Even if it's only three steps. Why? Because it could be that one time we're not paying attention we twist our ankle. When we open it up a freaking soda top. Not paying attention because we've been walking around and we realize we have coke in our pockets the whole time, time or in our backpacks or for ladies your purses. And you open it up and the damn thing just blows up in your face. Now you got coke all over yourself. Or even worse, that freaking top can pop and hit you in your damn head. Because you know, we got some people, including me, that sometimes put that Coca-Cola in the freaking freezer. Because we want to get it frosty. And then sometimes we forget that the Coke is up in there and that damn top pops off real quick. When we get in the car. Every time when you on the streets... On the road, on the highway, you put your life in danger. And y'all don't realize we follow mandates already. Didn't know that, did you? License. Insurance. That's the name of few. Mandates that we already have in place that y'all follow and didn't even realize that's a mandate. So this force thing is not even the force. It's more of not even I have to. It's a highly encouraged. You have a choice. But what I'm hearing more is y'all don't want to take accountability or responsibility for that choice that you're going to make. It's like you make the choice, but for somehow it's somebody else's fault. Make that make sense. Like for real, make that make sense. How in the world I make a choice, but it's somehow it's your fault. Shaq, make that make sense. Because if you don't like the mandates and you think it's forced then quit but I believe that you are already vaccinated but for you to take that position after being vaccinated then quit don't sit there and try to fight the good fight for the people that are unvaxxed let them fight their own battles just leave it at, I'm not going to force them to take the vaccine, which you shouldn't. I, I I agree with that point. I agree with people who are vaccinated and they take that point of, I'm not going to throw the Bible at them or, or throw the justification or pin them as evil and all that stuff. Because like I've been saying for the longest time, unvaccinated and anti-vaxxers are two different groups. 
you have the unvaccinated who are basically who don't believe in taking the shot, but they believe in saying six feet apart and wearing a mask. Other than the unvaccinated, they still don't believe that COVID is real. They also still don't believe that this vaccine works. And they believe all these conspiracy theories that it got tracking devices and all that stuff. And, yeah, and have all this data that more people die from the vaccine than people that are unvaxxed, which is a complete lie. So, so Shaq, you got a choice, brother. If you don't like the vaccine mandates and you think it's forced, then quit your job. Quit. Too easy, and like I said earlier, if you leave, look at the riches that you're falling into that you're already built for yourself. You can sleep in for the rest of your life, (laughs) you can sleep in for five years, and you still will be good. I'm not gonna say TNT ain't gonna miss you. But they're going to quickly move on to somebody else. And they got to look out for themselves too. And their freaking employees. And their bottom line. So miss me with the vaccine mandates is forced bullshit. And this not only goes for shit. This also goes for people that believe in that. You have a choice. Believe it or not. You have a choice. If your job says that you need to get vaccinated by this time and you don't want to do it, you can't get mad at them. They forewarned you. Then quit. You have a choice. Get the vaccine or quit. Good luck finding another job. And I'm not meaning that for, you know, that the job position will fill. I mean that with dealing with the vaccine. Because like I said earlier, once again, there are a lot of employers that are doing the mandates. They are doing it. So good luck. Unless you can have a your own business, which I give you, you know, all the power and positivity that that works. But that's the only way you can bring an income to your household. Just the way of the world. Now, which lead me to the next thing that I want to talk about. And I want to talk about Mr. Joe Rogan. So, Joe Rogan. A video I have surfaced on him using M-words. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let me go ahead and give you... This is me. This is me about Joe Rogan. I, I remember when Joe Rogan was just first starting out. I remember when Joe Rogan hit a million. Joe Rogan... When he um, did his podcast, he talked about a lot of off-the-wall stuff. But it was intriguing enough for you to listen. So here's my uh, take. I'm not surprised that video surfaced from Joe Rogan like this. I'm not surprised. I, I, I just think Joe Rogan... Joe Rogan looked like a guy that hangs around a lot of black folks. 
And a lot of y'all know what I'm talking about. We got that one white person that hangs with us that gets too comfortable. We allow them to use the N-word. But then the trouble really starts when they go to other black folks and they use that N-word and, and they don't fly with them. But also, here's the other issue too. That when they go to their white friends, what do they really be talking about? Because if they use the N-word around you and your friends, what make you not think that they're not using that same language with his white friends? White friends that you probably never met before. Think about that. And unfortunately, Joe Rogan let the solid, as he's been saying nowadays, he let the, he said the, uh, how, how do you say that saying? Basically, he said the quiet thing out loud. Meaning, he's saying all the things that he would talk to his white counterparts in private, out in the open. And it's funny, I was actually watching a French YouTube who's a black YouTuber and he was sitting there saying, well, black people shouldn't even be worried about that. I'm so sick and tired our own people saying we shouldn't be worried about it. Everything that goes on in this world, we should worry about. Because, once again, the I want to mind my own business, but I want to know somebody else's business type of society. When it happens to you and you want people to help you, they go give back the same energy that you gave them. If you see somebody on the side of the road with a flat tire and they're looking for help and you drive on by and now you got a flat tire and that same person drive by and you sit there swinging, waving your arms and they remember you that you drove by, they're going to drive by too. And now all of a sudden it's fuck the world. But that's for a different story. I'm not surprised that Joe Rogan said the things that he said. Joe Rogan, with all the popularity and success that he has now, I think this is one of the first times his feet have been put to the fire. Like, for real. And now... He's going back on the offense. Well, I won't say on the offensive. He's um, as anybody should. They should speak for themselves, and and speak up. I I don't like it when controversies happen and people just stay quiet. And knowing that is legitimacy, with all the heat that they're getting. But for Joe Rogan to come out, you know, to defend himself as he should, I I, I give him props. But I don't know how you're going to defend this video, Jack. Because now you got people like Neil, um, what's his name? Neil Young. He um, took all his music off of Spotify. I think some other um, artists have taken their music off of Spotify. And Spotify have hit record lows for the quarters because of this controversy with um, Joe Rogan. 
but once again, ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I'm, I'm not surprised because Joe Rogan should have been had his feet to the fire with the misinformation that he'd been putting out. He'd been, he'd been doing this for a while. For anybody that been rocking with Joe Rogan the long way, I mean, eventually, <laughs> how can I put this? <laughs> just because the scorpion, you know, just being, you know, being nice and just walking around, you know, climbing up on your fingers and all that stuff, the scorpion is going to be a scorpion. Eventually, that scorpion is going to sting you. I could care less how many tricks that you taught the freaking scorpion or you taught that scorpion to talk and whatever. If that scorpion feels threatened by anything, it could be that one day, that one off day, you did something or not even paying attention to the scorpion. That scorpion is going to sting you. No different than a snake. Because it's in their nature. That snake could wrap around your arm. Um, look, you, you can look around in the face. Y'all can tongue each other. Ugh. Do all sorts of whatever stuff you do with your snake. Girl, it's going to take that one day. Where that snake, big or small, is going to act out. It's going to squeeze your arm a little bit tight. Tighter than before. Or you see your pet king cobra getting to that stance where it's ready to strike. And Joe Rogan did what he did. He's been showing you all this for years. He's been doing this for years. But I think definitely when 2016, around that time hit, he started to deep dive more into conspiracy theories because he had a friend called Alex Jones when he started chilling with him. That's when his content started to really turn to right-leaning conspiracy theories. Now, don't get me wrong. Like his first part of his shows he was dabbling in that a little bit but not too hardcore and then he started to have all these other crazy guests that pumps up these misinformation that pumps up these conspiracy theories and gave them a platform or thanking joe rogan right now to this day because now they got a platform i would say around the 2015-16 time frame is when he started leaning to that way which is crazy to me. It's nuts to me. But this has always been a blueprint of Joe Rogan. The, like I said, the first part of his uh, podcast, you know, he was dabbling in it. But come around 2015, 2016, that's when he really went on the deep end. But you got people like this that are on platforms that we all love. Making millions. $100 million this man's getting paid. A $100 million contract that he's getting paid by Spotify. 
I'm not in the uproar. Um, should Joe Rogan be um, counsel for all of what he's done? If anybody else try it, I say this. I, all the power to you. But you got to realize this too. Joe Rogan is not the only one. He's just the most high profile one. You can consider Joe Rogan mainstream. Think about that. This man is a UFC commentator for goodness sake. Great analysis dealing with the UFC inside and out. This man been with the UFC since the beginning. So his podcast is not some underground thing. His podcast is mainstream beyond mainstream. It's right there with freaking um, Howard Stern. It's right there. He is the Howard Stern of podcasts. So he is technically mainstream. But I'm not surprised that his past podcast with him using N-word. Because think about this too. There could be some other very derogatory, misleading information type shows right now that Spotify didn't delete. So I guess my question is this to to all of y'all. Are y'all that surprised? Like I just saw a freaking meme where it just said, oh, um, y'all start caring what I said now. It's been years I've been doing this. I'm paraphrasing, which is true. If Joe Rogan's podcast was like doing a sculpture or doing a painting, he's done. His art is done. But he's been doing this for a long time. But we never said nothing because we didn't see the final piece. But when you start to see how the painting's going, that's when people should be in the uproar. But nobody was in the uproar. But now they are because they see the final piece now. Now, for me, if it comes to counseling Joe Rogan, I don't want Joe Rogan to be counseled. But, I want him to be punished. I want him to be punished. And this is up to Spotify what they want to do. If I was Spotify, one or two things are going to happen. Number one, I'm not only just going to tell them to take off those highly offensive podcast episodes. I would tell them to calm down on the misinformation, make sure you do your research, your extensive research, not to find these articles where it, like y'all always know what I always say, don't go into researching anything with a bias already. Go in with the open mind of learning something new, but also from legit sources. So that's why I would tell them, from legit sources. Not just somebody to just come off the cuff saying this and that they're a doctor or they're this, they're that. 
but a legit source. Or don't say nothing about it at all. You got to tone down the misinformation. Make sure what you're saying is not only factual, but is the truth. And people got to understand about the facts. The facts always changes. The truth never changes. That, or you take off his stuff entirely. Pay him the rest of the money off the contract. Kick him off Spotify. Save your losses. Pay him whatever's left on that contract. Or I, I know the contract probably got like an early release or whatever, you know. Pay him what's left of the contract and kick him off of Spotify. He do deserve to be punished. Letting them take off, you know, episodes that are offensive. It's not, it's, not even, it's not even doing it. That's what he's supposed to do. Take off those videos. That's not a punishment. He's still getting paid. He's still going to do shows like nothing ever happened. That's not a punishment. That's him fixing a wrong. Are you going to find him? Now, that'd be a good thing right there. You know, I wouldn't mind a fine, but give him a fine where he's like, oh, shit. You can't suspend him. Even though he is an employer to um, Spotify. So it's in Spotify's best interest on what they want to do. Because they continue to lose people because I'm still currently a a Spotify user. Pays a monthly damn fee. But y'all have to understand. If y'all want to counsel him, all power to you. Me, I don't think this man needs to get counseled. I'm going to tell you why. It's because this man been doing it for years. This man been doing it for years. And y'all never said a thing. And then also what he's saying is not and what he says did not get anybody killed. Hold up, take that back. Because he don't believe in the vaccine even though he had somebody up on the show before the pandemic hit talking about how good vaccines are. So let me rethink that. Actually on my show, ladies I got to rethink what I just said. I say this. If Spotify does not do anything to punish this man, then Joe Rogan deserved to be canceled. He's been doing this for years. It's been building up. And here's the explosion. If Spotify don't do anything, find him, suspend his uh, show for a while, or kick him off, then Joe Rogan deserved to be canceled. You can't keep doing all this 
for years and not be accountable for it. I'm happy that I rethought that because I would get ready to say, hold up, Morris. You're going against everything you said about you counseling somebody because if they have a track record in the past and they don't change, then yeah, you should counsel them. You know? So, even though Joe Rogan defended himself, should be a punishment. Because the misinformation has been as definitely with the vaccine, people have been denying. So for anybody that's been pushing this anti-vax agenda, you are part of the problem too of getting people killed and getting them affected by COVID and thinking that they could beat it as just another cold, just as, just another flu. So, so if Spotify doesn't do anything, then yes, Joe Rogan deserves to be canceled. And people say that Joe Rogan is too big to be canceled. Nobody's too big to be canceled. If Joe Rogan gets canceled, only way you get to listen to Joe Rogan's show if he goes on an extremely right-wing affiliate or a social media that's out there. That's going to be more of like an Alex Jones underground type of show. So I don't want to hear this where he's too big to get canceled. Live y'all get so mad about cancel culture, y'all don't even know the premise of a cancel culture. You don't know what's the criteria of being canceled. You don't know what people's definition, different definitions of being canceled. I gave you my definition. I gave you what I believe about cancel culture because I believe in it. Because somebody have a track record in the history of it and can still continue to do it, then you need to counsel the motherfuckers. And then also infecting impressionable minds. Deserve to get counseled. But let's just say Joe Rogan in his defense video stands on what he did. Said that I said those things. I was in a different mindset then. But now, I'm here. I'm going to be a man. I'm going to stand on it. I said those things, but I learned from it, and it was wrong. If he stood on it and understand that he grew from that experience, then I would accept it. But that video that he did, he wasn't standing on shit. He just realized that he got caught saying those things. He just got caught. Yeah, I had like a call. Um, yeah, he got caught. That's all that was. Rather than standing on what he said and saying that I grew from that and I not even say he apologized. Like I stood on, I was wrong. And I grew from that. His video did not say nothing of the sort. So Joe Rogan deserves to get canceled. But is it going to happen? Who knows? But honestly, the ball is in Spotify's court. What are y'all going to do? What are y'all going to do? How are you going to punish this man? Because if you don't punish Joe Rogan, 
Whew. They're going to think that you're just harboring people that just put out misinformation on your platform. And me, who is a subscriber to Spotify, might want to reconsider uh, dropping that subscription. Just saying. But on that, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to go ahead and leave it right there. I want to produce so much content today. Need to catch up and push, push every day out to y'all when I get a chance. But on that, I'd like to thank Instagram for having me. Well, I'm thinking Instagram. I just thank y'all for tuning in, watching on Instagram. Everybody here on um, Spreaker, thank y'all for listening. Love y'all so very, very much. I will be having some more content coming through today and hopefully all through the week. Y'all have a good one. I love y'all. I have me host Donnell Elamonte Morris. And remember, I discussed you decide. Catch y'all Everyone deserves access to energy, everyone. And a diverse energy mix is a reliable energy mix. Propane is a clean energy solution for Washingtonians because propane is environmentally friendly. It's an alternative energy source that won't contaminate soil or groundwater and can help you reduce carbon emissions today. Learn more about what makes propane the energy for everyone at propane.com.